0: welcome to navigating the modern world i am your host kimberly johnson i am a life coach and a sex coach this podcast was made for you for you to get the most out of your life we as human beings are made to win this podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 118 of Navigating the Modern World. Um, This is kind of a part two of a series, I guess. I don't know. It will become what it will become. Uh, But I am joined once again with my boyfriend Jordan. Hello again. And you guys get a... Fireside chat. You may not want one, but we're here to give you one, so. Um, and we're going to talk about kind of an array of just like our life currently, uh, the things that have been going on, and I thought that we would start, Jordan, with um, how we tried to make a podcast the other night and failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: uh, we tried to make one two nights ago. And I said something <laughs> on the podcast that was, I don't know, inappropriate or insensitive or...
0: I don't think that that's true. What do you think? Because I don't think you feel those things.
1: Why don't you explain what happened?
0: Well, I mean, okay, so we went to make a podcast. And before we tried to make the podcast, I was trying to understand like what the... Quote, I'm doing air quotes theme of the podcast was well there ended up being this kind of debate and we didn't really come to a solution but we kind of just uh, I don't know we kind of just agreed probably to end the conversation a little bit well then the podcast starts and what I was felt like I was trying to clarify before the podcast it just rolls out of Jordan's mouth and I just give him like probably a dirty look
1: yeah it was a look <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then because i you know i entered the podcast and under this understanding of like okay he's not going to talk about that but nope anyway okay
1: so i think i can kind of talk about it without giving too much away and having to like stop the podcast again but i think the the basic premise is that i i said something about somebody that might Listen to the podcast and feel hurt that that we didn't talk to them directly. Instead, we're just like talking about
0: yeah them on talking a about podcast, like
1: yeah. Our, 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 yeah circumstances that involve them just sort of behind their backs, like on a podcast. So, um, I, go ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say like. My feelings about that, it's interesting because I want to, like, understand why I had such a reaction to it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, a part of me feels like, yes, I don't want people to find something out behind their back when I could have talked to them about it prior, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that. There's, like, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, And I want to be a little less sensitive Mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes I think that I, like, might censor myself or, like, I just am sensitive to, like, some of the content that I put out because I do have a fear of, like, maybe strong reaction mm-hmm. or, like, somebody being mad at me. So
1: mm-hmm. I think
0: there's both for me to really look yeah. at.
1: and I I mean, it was sort of interesting for me, too. I thought it kind of revealed, some, like, the, the difference in the way that we, like, maybe process, Yeah. Uh, d- you know, relational issues. So, like, for me, I guess... I wasn't going to speak... I think... Well, there's a couple things. Like, I think you sort of weren't sure what I was going to say. And you were afraid totally. that what I was going to say was actually not what I was going to say. Totally. And
0: 100%. That's yeah. what That's what happened.
1: So there's part of that. But also, like, I did sort of... I don't know. I wasn't really being considerate of who might listen to this and if they might be upset that I didn't talk to them first. But what... What I think it reveals about the, the differences in the way we process these issues are that I I had kind of come to the conclusion that whatever issues we were having with this person was really my own issue. Totally. Like I I after a, you know a week or so of sort of dealing with something, I kind of came to the conclusion that like really I'm just irritated. Because of my own way that I've been behaving. Yeah. And this relationship was just, like, reflecting that back at me. And it just made me kind of think that, like, I think you're a much more direct person. Like, if you have a problem with somebody, you're the type of person that's just going to go up and tell them. Or, you know, say what's on your mind. Or, like, want to...
0: Yeah, want to, like... Yeah. Instead of talking behind my, one of the main things I value is like not gossiping Mm -hmm. or not complaining. So I try Mm -hmm. to like be upfront and Mm -hmm. confront people versus like doing things behind their back. That is true.
1: And it's not even that I was going to like say something bad behind their back, but I tend to dwell on issues longer and just sort of think through them. And I often find that like there isn't really a problem with the other person ever. It's usually just my own bullshit that I need to sort yeah. out and come to come to grips with. And I, I think I think it's interesting. I think probably both of us are trying to be more the other way. Like I I think I could benefit from being more direct and not just dwelling on stuff.
0: Totally. I think it's
1: I think it's I don't know. I don't I'm not slandering myself. Like I like the way I process things. I'm slow, I just kind of work through stuff on my own and then often it's not necessary to even have a conversation with somebody because i've sort of come to peace with it in my own way yeah but having said that i also do want to become more immediate about bringing up issues with people when i feel them mm. and not just internalizing it and waiting yeah and so like i feel like i'm trying to become more like you and you're probably yeah. feeling the opposite 100
0: you know? um, percent. i'm constantly i'm constantly having the thought of like man, I wish I could resolve this on my own. Like, I'm constantly having that thought, mostly because it feels really uncomfortable to talk to people. So mm-hmm. I understand why people don't do it. Yeah. It's because it's very uncomfortable.
1: It is uncomfortable for me. And, like, even saying that, like, oh, well, this is just, like, me working through stuff and realizing that it's, like, my own problem. Like, even that feels like sort of trying to wriggle out of the responsibility of just talking with people. Yeah. Mm. Um, And that's just something I'm working on, you know? Well, yeah. And I think,
0: I think too, like I'm, I'm trying to work on like exactly what you were saying. Like I am direct probably to a fault where sometimes I'm direct and there's really nothing going on, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I think I am trying to maybe pause Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. and really just give people the benefit of the doubt is how I've been feeling recently is like. I just want to give people the benefit of the doubt that they're trying the best that they can, and mm-hmm. and that's all I'm doing too. So I want people to like accept me. So I want to accept them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Anyways, we 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 stopped the podcast when we were making it, yeah. and we sort of like fought for. We a did. While. finish. Oh yeah, we and did then, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like we started again, and then stopped again, and then like eventually we did like finish a, a podcast. But it was so unfocused. Like we just couldn't. Yeah. It wasn't really uh, a cohesive conversation. And but you know
0: what I was super proud of us for, and I, I've talked to you about this, but mm-hmm. I'll say it on air. Is like I was so impressed by how resilient we were. Like mm-hmm. if this was any other time in my in my past. Mm-hmm. That would have been enough to mm-hmm. to like ruffle me enough where mm-hmm. I would not have known how to just go back to normal with you. Yeah,
1: and we did really just get back to normal. We like, totally we, we got back to normal. We were able to, to just normal. like have a conversation, but it, like once our like topic of conversation was sort of I don't know Changed. changed altered, we just didn't redirected. Look, it just became unfocused. But yeah, but having said that, there was like the general topic was like home. Because we just moved. So, like, we can talk a little we bit about... We just moved. Yeah. We can just sort of return to, to some of the things we are talking about. We also just got robbed. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> but let's we can... T- we'll bring that up, yeah. Let's start with the moving. Yeah. Um, That's just a teaser. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, to the heart of the matter, I, I'll just ask, like, what what is your definition of home? And, like, mm. we, we've spent the last two weeks fixing up, remodeling, and moving into a, a home that we've, we're have we in now. We're making this podcast in. Yeah, we're making it. And in. Um, so, like, what was, during that process, like, what was it you wanted to create and have at the end of all this work? Like, yeah. Well,
0: the very first thing that comes to mind is just a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. A space... I don't know. I've always felt this about home. I'm kind of a home person. Like I spend a lot of time at home. I work from home. I there's a lot of home, and mm-hmm. I I love being home. I love being isolated at home. Like mm-hmm. um, it's one of my favorite things. So I think always when I'm like wanting to create a space, like beauty, just like where I wake up and I'm like inspired by my space. It's mm-hmm. just beautiful, and I'm inspired by it. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that home really means to me and that I've actually just been trying to do in our relationship this whole Mm -hmm. time is just be myself Mm -hmm. and have a space that feels safe to Mm -hmm. really be myself. And, that I, that's included like, like even like right now, like my bird's eye view is I can see the quilt my grandma made. I can see a ton of my plants. I can see art that has been gifted to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is like literally in just a tiny, all my books, every mm-hmm. single book that I love, I can mm-hmm. see. Right. So it's like the space, I just want a space that reminds me every single moment that mm-hmm. there's beauty in the
1: world yeah,
0: and that I have had a good life.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. I think, <laughs> I think we succeeded too. I do too. Yeah.
0: What about you? I want to know.
1: Well, I want to know, like, your idea. When we were talking about this, when we were talking about this initially, we kind of, I kind of base, we kind of had the same answer just in different words. Totally. So, so, I just want a space that fosters creativity and and focus. I think are the are the important things for me yeah um and that just means like having the least amount of impediments between me and the creative process so totally um so i i guess like the the easiest example is like music and and drumming is oh I, I should like go check the cookies okay, we're gonna okay we i'll gotta, just keep talking okay you i'll keep just going. keep talking you check the cookies <laughs> Um, so I've been, I'm, I'm teaching myself the drums and I just want to be able to like sit down at the kit as quickly as possible without having to like set the kit up or like turn the heater on in the shed so that it's warm enough. And like the, the more of those barriers that I can get out of the way so that like, it's just straight to creativity and the ability to focus without being distracted by these sort of material problems. Um, that is the kind of home I've always wanted to create. So I think think we did a pretty dang good job. If you can't hear Kimberly, she's in the kitchen saying we did a good job. Um, um, So I think that is kind of the same thing as she is saying in terms of being yourself, because I think what what prevents me from being myself is. um, uh, Well, okay, for example, like our landlord has been here quite a bit, like fixing stuff. Uh, Which has been lovely, but I don't really feel like I can be myself when he's around. And I like a certain level of privacy and surrounding myself again with, like, beautiful things that remind me that...
0: Are you talking about me again? No.
1: Well, yes. (laughs) I'm back! (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think we basically want the same things out of a home. I, I, I tend to phrase it in terms of, like, creativity, but... Um, I think being yourself is essential to that too. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, and even if they're not the same, like mm-hmm. they go so well together. Yeah. Like they work, they interweave together in like this very beautiful pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, living with Jordan has been, well, being in relationship with Jordan has been literally the most joyous, easeful, peaceful thing that I've done in my life. Like, I had this idea that relationship was, like, really hard and, you know, the person that you were with, there was always going to be these big issues. Um, and that's just not how it's gone. Yeah,
1: we've had a pretty easy go of it. It's
0: been really just good. Mm-hmm. Um, and last night, we had kind of our... Well, were we, were we done talking
1: about home? Um, Pretty much. I... Yeah, I think so. Are let's, you sure? Do you let's... have anything else you want to say? No. I mean, just just reiterating your love of beauty. Like I I also mm. think that's very important that like uh I mean, sort of a a I don't know, like a little truism I like is that if you feel if you feel like dirty and bad about yourself on the inside, like probably your room is going to be really dirty and you're not going to be taking care mm. of like your material goods. And vice versa. And like this is something we've talked about a lot. Yeah. Like, which comes first? Do you like, do you clean up your house? And then that makes you feel better internally? Totally. Or do you do internal work, which gives you the motivation and pride to clean up your house and belongings and make a beautiful space? And like, I don't think it matters. Like, Yeah, I think it's I, both. I think it's, I think that like those things are very related. And when I'm feeling good and happy, I tend to treat myself and my things and others better you know so i think that there's kind of just a feedback loop i'm trying to create with my surroundings where mm. where i'm trying to surround myself with beautiful things so that i see beauty within myself and mm. vice versa yeah um, and again that. i think that gets that just gets back to creativity it's like well how do i create beautiful things like through the creative process so mm-hmm. you you know removing impediments to the creative process and I'm kinda of just trying to foster this feedback loop and I don't know where the loop starts. Like I don't know if it starts with creating a beautiful home, doing internal work, whatever it might be. I just don't think it matters. Like I just try to I, yeah, do all of it. I know?
0: see it like a like a like one of those merry-go-rounds. Sure. Like all going in the same direction. It doesn't matter where you get on. Yeah, You're gonna go yeah. to the same place and in the same direction. Absolutely. And people jump on the merry-go-round in Mm -hmm. different places like Mm -hmm. some people need the external work to begin to show them things about themselves some people Mm -hmm. need to do internal world work to make their outer world more peaceful or whatever um or more even acceptable a lot of times people have such intense outer life circumstances that inner work is the only way they can make peace with like some of the things that have happened to them yeah because you can't change some of that
1: yeah and all i mean that just makes me think of like just how privileged we are oh, like totally. some people some people live in squalid conditions and war zones and no... are able to be entirely totally. happy and gracious and generous totally. so like the fact that we have the privilege to try to reflect our you know reflect our internal in the external is but i'm our... very grateful
0: yeah but our experience is also valid
1: Oh, I know. I'm not trying to minimize anything. I'm just saying that... It
0: is privileged. I totally get it.
1: Yeah. It's not like... Yes.
0: But and... It's privileged and I want to hold that in one Mm -hmm. hand. And I also want to... Mm -hmm. I want to be able to own my experience and say that too is valid.
1: Yes. Um, Yes. Both. Yeah. Well, so we done got burgled last night. Yeah. We got burgled uh, while we were sleeping.
0: While we were sleeping. And let's say this. We got burgled probably 20 feet from our front door.
1: Yeah. So. So. It's been, like, we're still kind of in the process of moving. Like, we're not really. Like, we just got here. And stuff has been kind of chaotic. And not all, all of our things are put away. So. I mean nobody came in the house. Yeah,
0: we should tell the story cuz sure. so that it's maybe less dramatic. Like we
1: have a we have a a shed, a storage shed that has a bunch of our stuff in it. It's
0: actually a drum shed, but there are some things stored upon it. Yeah, in there's it.
1: there's just various things that we stored in there and I uh I was working out there this morning, and I went in the shed and just noticed a, a bunch of stuff was on the floor and out of the bins, and they were like, Kimberly's storage bins. so I thought maybe she just was looking for something. <laughs> I just ransacked. And didn't put things back. Um, I mean, things were like strewn all over the floor. But it's weird, because there was a lot of like expensive stuff that was still there, and I was like, well, if we got robbed, like, why didn't they take these $200 drum pedals or whatever? Yeah. Um
0: Because they wanted the fun things. So they,
1: like, the first thing (laughs) I noticed that was gone was an amp, an orange guitar amp. But luckily, it was broken anyways. That's why it was in there. Totally. So, like, that's not a big loss. But they took a bunch of, like, expensive climbing gear from Kimberly.
0: They took my um, longboard. They took their
1: longboard. They, like, went through both our, uh, at least my car for sure. They
0: definitely went through my car, too. There was my trash on the They took some
1: stuff from my car and, like, left the door open. So, it was just, like, an unsettling thing to wake up to. And
0: literally, our bedroom is, like, facing, like, you can see Jordan's car. Completely. Last night, I could see Jordan's car from our window. So somebody is doing it while we're sleeping right... Like, right underneath our noses.
1: Which, okay, I mean... Yeah, Uh, it's part again. Like it's partly our fault because it's just been we just moved here. Like we don't really have a system and like a security system involved. Not not like literally like ADT, but like we just don't have like a routine and a place for everything.
0: Yeah, we're like still getting the lay of the land. And I will say this: we had been warned that people like that this house had been looted before, Mm -hmm. and then houses down the same road have been looted. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about that, except that, like, we, we don't feel too affected. Like, we were, we were for a little bit. Like, we were both sort of, like, I, I in particular, I think, was being just, like, kind of emotional about it, and, like, beating myself up for, like, letting it happen. Like, I didn't lock the shed, and, like, so, I don't know. There was just some self-blame that I was dealing with, and... I Not think, really, I don't know, I was just being kind of, like, selfish about about it letting it affect me,
0: but I think. I think I was affected, too. I yeah. was just, like, feeling, I was feeling a little bit, let me, I'm trying, I want to be honest. Um,
1: hmm.
0: I was feeling, like, a little bit, like, I was just kind of blowing it off because a huge part of me does feel that way it's kind of like that's ah, just things and like mm-hmm. i haven't used my climbing gear in a long time and like i haven't used my longboard in a long time like mm-hmm. you know it's like there's this part of me that just like blows it off but then there's this other physical body reaction that i had mm-hmm. that literally i think kind of sent me on this like you know like even some of the research that we just heard about in um in that podcast with pete holmes about like if your nervous system is activated like that it can take up to four hours
1: for your nervous system to relax i felt that very yeah it was like now by the end of the day whatever i think totally fine but
0: but... i think we were definitely having like body reactions Mm -hmm. like just like quick normal stress Mm -hmm. reaction when you realize you've been robbed yeah and it made us kind of like for a moment just like I wanted to make him feel better, but I was still feeling a little bit weird myself. Mm-hmm. And then he was, I and think he was like kind of feeling weird, but didn't really want it to affect me. So he was yeah. trying to like avoid it a little bit or like avoid having, needing to talk to me about it. Yeah. Um, and then we just, I don't know. I think we just gave each other permission to go back to like living normal life. Yeah.
1: I mean, I will say I like went and like locked down everything. Yeah. I like built shit cable, is locked locks, and... down. Yeah. So, I mean, just that sort of, sort of physical security gives us some peace of mind, I think. Well,
0: here's what I think. This is actually something in Buddhism that I'm constantly wondering about. So can we talk about it? I think I know what
1: you're going to say. Hit it.
0: Well, I have this deep inquiry. And the deeper I go into Buddhism, I still am not getting an answer to it, which is like where do we take action in the world Mm, to protect ourselves, And where do we really understand that there is no self to protect? Yeah. And I'm constantly in this battle. And I think, I think how I've resolved the battle is I just decided that like, If you, in your conscious awareness, if you know action steps that you can take to prevent any harm, Mm -hmm. then those are the things you're meant to take, whether it's for yourself or your family or whether Mm -hmm. it's for a friend or your family. Mm -hmm. But it's like, um, so if you have the awareness of steps that would potentially make your life, you know, more, like, less harmful or, you know, less ability to be harmed mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. like you need to take those actions but yeah. you do it just knowing that like you're only wanting to really live in order to continue doing the work
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know it's seems- that's
1: that's not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, okay. What did you no, think I was going to say? I can't even remember now. But <laughs> no, what you said is beautiful. Well, um. yeah,
0: I just, I don't know. I just, so anyway, so we, why, why I said that is because, so we did, we took the actions. Like, I, like my kind of take on it now, because I think a lot of people hold on to fear, but my kind of take on it now is like, okay, listen. Now we understand that people come and take things around mm-hmm. here. Okay, no mm-hmm. problem. Let's take the steps to try to prevent that. So, like, mm-hmm. we making sure light bulbs and lights can turn on, um, you know, making sure things are locked. Yeah, um,
1: we've done some, like, just basic security. Yeah, basic orders.
0: security. And, like, for me, too, like, I this is, like, the Kimberly version is I just, like, want to write a note and stick it to the glass and be, like, like... Please, before you think of robbing us, like, can you really, like, check in with your heart? And, like, are you okay with doing this? Like, taking people's livelihood? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like,
1: they won't care. (laughs) They probably wouldn't change their mind. Yeah, I don't think they would change their mind. But but I
0: still want to, like,
1: check in with people. Yeah, well, it brings up an interesting point that we were sort of discussing just before this. That, like, if the you know, the wind had knocked over a tree that hit my car, I I don't think it would have really affected me in an emotional way. Like, probably because there's no retribution available for a wind. Like, I can't get revenge on the wind. And there's something about, like, another person being involved that I think just kind of triggers these um, less wholesome parts of the human psyche Mm. that want to seek revenge and get even and
0: somebody's done something wrong yeah and like
1: and i don't know even the fact that like we're gonna have like the police basically told us yeah like check craigslist and see if your stuff comes up on there and like that's a good idea but they're also
0: like if you don't have a serial number we can't prove it's yours. yeah
1: and i don't want to spend my time obsessing over something that's out of my control totally Like, like there's something more clean about just like some natural disaster breaking something but now that we know that there's like this person out there that are, we may be able to get our stuff back, and yeah, maybe have been watching us sleep. Yeah, there's just like this weird part of my brain that like wants to get even. I think, and uh, I just like I think both of us, even though we've taken some basic security measures, are we're just not willing to like become so paranoid. That all we do is like worry, try to find our shit that we got stolen, yeah. And get, get a security system and security cameras, and like,
0: or feel untrusting about the home yeah, and the I place, like, or me, make it mean that we weren't supposed to move
1: here and right, stuff. Right, yeah. I like get some big fatalistic explanation, yeah, a bit, but yeah, I kind of just want to accept that, like, okay, we've taken some basic measures. This might happen again, and that's totally. like, I'm, I would be more willing to. Risk a few things being taken from me, then like completely change my lifestyle so that, or be
0: paranoid all exactly, the time. Exactly, like that. Yeah. I,
1: you know, I'm distracted from the things I want to do because I'm just obsessing over not getting robbed again or whatever. I, I think a lot of people just fall into that trap. Totally. I should say that I've been robbed like five or six times, and I've like, been robbed a few times too. Like I've caught a guy just walk into my house and like grab my computer and walk out the door and I just stopped him. I like I was like what are you doing, man? I took my computer back. So it's like this has happened to me a few times. And
0: I'm sorry, but that dude <laughs> is bold,
1: very bold. Uh anyways, like I guess that's okay. Like, it does keep happening to me. And it's worth it to me to have, like, the freedom to just not obsess over that stuff.
0: Yeah, I also just, like, I don't know. I I do, like, have a few things that I really love in my life. And yeah. I would be sad if they got taken or got whatever. But yeah. it's, like, I feel less – I feel less – interested in my things and i'm way more interested in my heart like i want to be able to like like not even hold a grudge like even one of the very first things i said when we were like walking out to the garage i'm like man i hope you know i hope that like if they get money for that stuff that they took that they use it in a way that they need like Mm -hmm. like i i guess i just have this understanding that things will come and go and like just, like, those kind of went without us wanting them to, maybe. Yeah. But, like, things come all the time, too. So, yeah, I really feel exactly. like things are just balancing each other yes. out. And I don't want to live with a closed, fearful heart. Yeah. Like, I want to trust.
1: Yeah. And I'd, I'd also mention that, like, when this kind of stuff has happened to me in the past, I feel this weird, like... Gratitude that I never feel in any other situations because usually what happens is people come out and offer sympathy and help mm. and like I often feel the most grateful when something bad like this has happened to me because it makes you realize that you have all these people that are looking mm. out for you.
0: Even our landlord brought us a flower plant mm-hmm. and a new like light for one of our yeah, light fixtures. Yeah, like he and his
1: wife came down and... Just
0: to, like, say sorry. Yeah,
1: which is, <laughs> like... Yeah, it, it's just such a kind gesture that, yeah. again, it just, like, it fills me more with gratitude than it does, like, a sense of victimhood. It's just like, oh, yeah, even when bad things happen, like, that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. There's still good people out there that care totally. about me. And-,
0: and today we got to spend, like five hours with the Xfinity man because his car got like like it's things like that like I just it's like you just don't know and you don't know what every day is going to bring it's like new things come and go in our life like sometimes it's you know more kind of shocking things like getting robbed or sometimes it's like you know some guy trying to just give you internet and it takes him all day like you just don't know what each day will bring and I think the more open we can be as people to just say, like, whatever today brings, I'm going to, like, show up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something, like, kind of beautiful about the unknown. And even though, the bra- like, you know, I don't want people to rob each other. Like, I feel bad that these people aren't getting what they need, whether it's emotional needs or financial needs or whatever. Like, I hate that. Um, and it just seems to be part of it like mm-hmm. i don't like so many people love to like label these people as bad and these scenarios as bad and like right, right. they're not ideal
1: yeah but, but i but i think it's mostly just the way your body reacts yeah. makes you feel that way it's and so again, it's like yeah we felt bad for a while just like kind of instinctively but yeah but then feels, we just went on yeah things yeah. feel pretty much normal now and yeah. i'm really not thinking about it or worried about it and,
0: yeah it's cool because even yeah. with coronavirus, like, there's always there's always two perspectives. You could always find either perspective. And even with, like, coronavirus, like, I'm able to see so many ways that people are showing up. And I really love what you're saying because, like, people do show up. It mm-hmm. seems to be in crappy situations. Right, right. Um, and there's something really quite beautiful about that. Yeah. Um, and so... I think maybe I want to end with just asking the audience a question. Okay. Inside of that, like maybe just checking in with yourself in this moment and asking, like, what am I really grateful for right now? Or how could I give to someone in need? Or how could I show up for someone? Or just checking in and asking yourself and having a moment to pause just to like take in gratitude or offer compassion or offer support to someone and amen amen <laughs> Amen. <laughs>
1: these cookies are staring me in the face yeah place. we
0: have cookies to eat so thank you so much for being here if you loved this podcast go over to iTunes and rate and review it and if you need anything you can reach me at KimberlyCoaching.com contact me on the contact page until next time